It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. Here we go. Here we go. What a great fade-out. He's paranoid. That's one of your more obscure Dr. Hook songs. The first time I heard that was when uh, our next guest, we're going to have one in a second, Dennis DeCorrier, the, the lead singer, of Doc, the voice of Dr. Hook, uh, was doing, I don't know if you call it a comeback gig, a warm-up gig, I don't know what it was, at the Mean Fiddler, this tiny little club in London, North London, and I took my mum and he came out and I think he opened with that song. And man alive, it's a great song. I'm thrilled to say, ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome Dr. Hook, Dennis LeCorrier. He's here, Dennis! Uh, hey. How you doing, man? I'm, man, you know, I'm all right. I'm all right. It's been a very, very strange year, you know. It was one of those things, because I was rocking. I was just rocking. I've yeah. just been on the road with the band. Dennis, let me stop you. We've got a weird echo on the line. Our phones here are so rubbish. Can we call Dennis back immediately, please? Because the phones, in, you, you wouldn't have thought, £25 million studio, and we can't get a phone system that works. And let me tell you something, he did not sound like that when I called no, him. No, I know. This place is so lousy. This is a big exclusive. Dennis. Is, is coming back, I don't want to say from the brink of death. I don't want to, yeah, I, do. I want to dramatise it a little bit. But Dennis is, um, has, has been very poorly and we're going to find out exactly what. But I want to speak to him echo free, for goodness sakes. Or maybe it's just his voice is so powerful. Maybe it was just, it was like he had his own echo going on there. You just, you just don't know. Dennis, let's try that. I'm really sorry, man. Let's try no, that's it. that's all right, man. If you couldn't hear me, you know, I would have... I would have kept rabbiting on even if I got a dial tone, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? We, we so. got Listen, I have to say very quickly, we're going to talk about where you've been and why you've been a bit quiet in a second, but I want to address that song, Everybody Loves Me, right? Okay. It's a, it's okay, a great cool. song. It's, I think it's, 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 it's a real hook song in as much as it's catchy as hell, there's kind of like a little country vibe going on and it is packed full of really, really dry humour. Am I right that that comes from the album Bankrupt? And yeah, you guys yeah. were actually uh, that's a song. That's a song that I, I, I started writing. And Rick in the band, Rick Ellswood, uh, helped me write the middle 
section about whatever happened to the cold, cruel world I used to understand, you know. I mean, there's some great line, Rick, some great writing in there, so I was so glad he got involved. But it's no, you know, that's one of those songs, like you said, even when I played acoustically and played alone, yeah. I used to keep that in. Because, you know, you don't need a lot of music. There's a lot of words. But you guys, this was like your third or fourth album, but you guys were skin, and that's why you called it bankrupt. You, you basically spaffed all your money away. Is that right? Or you've been ripped well, off? Well, man, we didn't blow it on parties. We were, we were an opening act, you know, and opening acts don't play for money. They play just to, for exposure. And so we just, and we, we started getting on the bill with, like, huge acts, like Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, and... And, I mean, everybody, you name it, the Eagles. And, and you know, and, and they had air jets and stuff and, and taking them around. And we had a rent-a-car. So <laughs> we just went broke literally trying to stay on the road with those big acts, you know. Um, now, listen, Dennis, let's, let's, let's talk about it. Uh, you've, you've been really quiet. You're normally very vocal, both in life and on Twitter and stuff. Uh, you've been really, you've been like properly ill. You've not just had like a cold or something. You've been really ill. Now, I'm going to let you say as much as you want to say. I kind of know what's been going on. But, but what do you want to say to the, the boys and girls and the fans? Well, I realized that I kind of just faded away there really quickly. Uh, and um, when we started, you know, the band had been going, we've been doing stuff all around the world for three years, and it really felt great that we were going to start this 50th anniversary tour. And everybody's really geared up for it. And, you know, I had started feeling a little rocky around Halloween of the year before, you know, October, November, through Christmas, just feeling a little... Rocky, but everybody has the flu. And everybody talks about, oh, you get the flu, and then two weeks later, it goes away, and then two weeks later, you have it again. So I was just thinking it was that, because we were gearing up to go on the road and start this 50th anniversary tour, and, you know, nothing was going to get in my way of that. And we went out, and we started in Norway, and we did, like, four shows. Um, and... Uh, then we were scheduled to have a little break. And I have to tell you, man, I was just... Uh, I was just like, you know, freezing when I was in bed and yeah. not eating anything. I mean, I think overall I lost almost two stone. I just, and, and it's one of those things where you don't, when I think back on it now, I think, oh, Mike, how did I not see this? But I was just wrapped up in what I was doing. And, you know, I'd been ill on the road. I, you know, I've sung a, one, a whole, whole week in a club with strep throat, you know, because you just have to do it and you heal on the mend. But in this case, I did the four shows. I felt really, really rocky. I mean, I was having a hard time even just pulling my suitcase. And uh, when I got home, we had about, we were supposed to have about two weeks off. And I, uh, I said, uh, you know, I'll get some flu tablets. I must have the flu, you know, because everybody in the band was sick. We were in Norway. It was nine below zero, you know. So I went to my GP. Actually, I didn't even have, I'm going to brag a little bit here, I didn't even have a GP because I, I don't get sick, I, you know. <laughs> and, and, and I went in, uh, and there was a woman, and uh, she, she said, uh, she's very nice, and she said, uh, okay, well, you know, maybe you have the flu, and then she gave me some nasal spray, and she said, but when are you going back on the road? And, and uh, I, I said, in, in about two weeks, about on uh, Valentine's Day. And she said, well, do yourself a favor, and in the next couple of weeks, go get 
take a blood test, get a chest X-ray. And so we have some basis for you when we send you back on the road. And, uh, you know, and she even used the the expression, at your leisure, go get a blood test. (laughs) At your leisure, wow. Yeah, she did. She did. And, you know, at at your leisure, you know, you go get a blood test. But before you leave, just leave us with some traces of you, you know. (laughs) And and, uh, so I did. I went and had a blood I went right away, you know, uh, just to get it over with, quite honestly. And uh, the next morning, I got a call. And she gave, the GP had given me some tablets for the flu and stuff, and I thought, okay, well, I got two weeks. I'll lay around here, and I'll get be well. back on the road. We'll yeah. keep rocking. Bit of a glitch. And uh, they, the hospital called me, like, the next morning and said, uh, have you ever had kidney disease? Jeez. And I said, no. Maybe I had a kidney infection or something when I was a kid. And uh, they said, well... You have it now. Your kidneys are failing. You need to get in here. And I said, when? And they said, like, now. Wow. So I had to go. And when I went, to, you know, I'll make this part of the story because I've been in the hospital twice for about two weeks at a time because they're monitoring this and monitoring that. And, uh, and, and you know, kidney disease is a weird, it's a weird thing because people walk around and don't know they have it. Yeah. You know, yeah. like a million point eight people or something have it. And about that many people, again, just feel like crap and don't know why, you know. But uh, <clears throat> so that just began all that. And I had to, uh, I had to cancel like the rest of the year of shows. And you had a and lot of shows. Gutted me, gutted me. You had a, you had a lot of shows. How what is the machinery behind that? If you cancel a show because you're poorly, is there like an insure? Do you have an insurance policy? How does that yeah, work? Yeah, you know, it's the old story about you take out insurance and right. a lot of insurance and hope you never have to use it. Yeah, and in this case, yes. So in this case, it covered okay. first half of the year, and everybody was you know everybody was fine, which pleased me. You know what I mean. But we, I had to stop because doctors said, you're not going to, because I was going to go to Australia. We were going to do 22 shows in about 30 days. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a grind. Yeah. And they said, we're not going to put you on an airplane when, or have you get the flu over there. You can't do it. And so I pretty much had to cancel all of Australia. I had to cancel the U.K. tour. And uh, because, quite honestly, it was like one step at a time. Yeah. One of the the biggest reasons I was quiet and didn't give everybody updates was because I swear to you, man, every time I had one, a day and a half later, somebody would call me and go, oh, that don't look good. Yeah. And or or, that looks better. Right. (laughs) You know, And, and I didn't know where. I didn't know where to freeze it, you know, to make a statement to everybody, because I didn't want everybody to think. Well, the funny thing, I was going to say I didn't want anybody to think I was dying, but from what the renal department tells me now, uh, when when I went in, uh, I was pretty close to, like, if I would have had anything else wrong with me, the flu, uh, diabetes, or anything, I might have checked out. I mean, oh, I was man. pretty close to Halo and Harp. And I didn't know that. Okay, I mean, I, I didn't really. I mean, I did four shows like that. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Oh, man. I didn't know that. 
but I couldn't have done a fifth show. Here's the thing. Here's how I knew you were ill, because I, I spoke to you on the phone, and we were only on the phone for five minutes, and I did most of the talking. That's when I thought, <laughs> oh, jeez, he's really ill. No I've, you haven't had me on in such no. a long time. I couldn't breathe. You couldn't Because no, no, when I speak to you on the phone, it's it's wonderful. It's it's like an hour or 90 minutes of life advice, and I just sit there and absorb it. And, I, and when it was me, and it, you said, I've got to go now, I'm feeling a bit tired, I thought, oh, man, Dennis ain't well. This is not a good sign. And also, you know, the one thing you, you did tell me is how upset, you know, genuinely, this isn't showbiz bullshine, how upset you were at cancelling the shows, A, because of the, the fans that wouldn't see the shows, but B, because of the band, or the band member and all the road crew that kind of depend on you to, to feed their families well, and stuff. Commit, they commit. Yeah. They commit time. You know, we were going to do a two-year world tour. And so they were doing the best they could to commit big swatches of time to me and to do that and to, the, and to Dr. Hook. And, uh, you know, if it just gets cut off the knees, because, man, it was very, very strange. It was very, very strange to, to just be cut off like that. I'm not used to that. I'm not used to that. Somebody saying to me, no, no, man, you need to sit down, you know, and, and because I have to tell you, man, I didn't. I really, when I say I didn't know that, yeah. that I was that bad, poorly, I'm not exaggerating or trying to come off like some superhero. I just didn't know. No. I just thought I felt like crap, and I would do a couple more gigs uh, feeling like crap, and then I'd start feeling better yeah. again. Well, of course. That's yeah. what it's been for the last, I don't know, 50-odd years for you. You get a cold, yeah, you, do, exactly. you work through it, and then you, you start getting better. Exactly. So And so to, just to bring it forward, yeah. so this isn't our whole conversation... So where I where I am is uh, I I'm you know I'm pre I'm pretty stable like there's no you know renal doctors kidney doctors are, are the only doctors in the world that say to you so how do you feel and you say pretty good and they say oh I don't know about that <laughs> wow wow <laughs> they're, you know because they're watching your potassium and your phosphates and your this and your that and yeah. and uh, luckily for me I've never really been uh, an excessive, like I don't eat a lot of junk food, I don't do dairy stuff, but mostly always just for me, you know. Yeah. I just didn't do dairy stuff because I'm a singer, and it bungs me up, and stuff like that. And on the road, you try to eat what you can, as best you can, because, you, you know, that's how you live on the road. You do, you look at your itinerary, and you go, okay, I got five nights in a row coming up. I'm not going to eat or sleep much, but then I got two nights off, so I can really try to sleep in there and grab a bite, yeah. you know, and you can serve yourself like anything else, and that, you pace yourself. But I literally hit a wall. I could not have done another show. And for me, it's down to, it was lucky that when they said, go do, at your leisure, <laughs> get yourself a blood test, and I went right then. How are you now? Because you were like on zero. You're, 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 uh, you're still poorly. You, we've got shows coming up. We're going to plug the hell out of those shows. Me and Kath are going to come. We're going to find okay, one. We're going to cool, come. Great, but great. but how, how are you now? What is, what is the deal with the kidneys now? Well, kidney stuff, it doesn't go away. You can, do, you can do dialysis if it gets too bad, you know, and that means they plug you into a machine four days a week, and I'm not there. I'm not there. Uh, but it, 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 it's, I'm, at a, I'm at a good place right now. Yeah. I mean, I feel stronger than I have, Lord knows. And, and uh, you know, I did a rehearsal with the band yeah. last week, and it, it, was, it felt great. And, and the band is great, and I, I, I felt good. And, you know, we don't have a lot of gigs coming up. 
because I can't commit to too many, you know, but there are a couple of them that didn't want, a couple of venues didn't want to postpone when we were canceling oh. stuff. They went, let us just hang on to these games and see if it gets better, <laughs> which is flattering, yeah. which is flattering. And I do want to do a couple because it's a little closer to the truth for me, man. You know, I was really pleased to go see the band and see everybody because it's a big part it's a big, obviously, doing the singing and the band, and the, it's always been a big part of my existence on yeah. some level, on some some level. And for it to just be like, you know, and everybody said, well, don't worry about it. We have insurance and everything will be covered. And it was a little bit like coming out of a coma and having somebody say, well, your legs are gone, but we got you some nice wheels. You know what I mean? It was I so- knew there was a way forward, but I wasn't quite ready to just... Uh, that's been the biggest thing is getting my head around the fact that this has actually happened. Yeah, yeah. And trying to live around it and with it now. I, uh... Sitting around being angry and, 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 you know, all the stuff that you go through. All the stuff that you go through and, oh, why did this have to happen to me? I know why it had to happen to me. <laughs> I, I know who I am. <laughs> can I just say, Kath, Dennis is feeling better. I can't get a word in edgeways. The, everything, uh, everything. No, 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 I'm not complaining. I'm pleased, okay. Catherine. I'm it's pleased. a good sign. It's a great sign. Okay. <laughs> what, what are these? So we, the concerts you've got coming up, what are they? Do you, do you know? Because I'm, I'm just going onto your website to try and find them, but I'm not sure I can. One of, them, one of them is like this resort thing that we had booked right at the end. It was going to be right at the end of the British UK, you know, the British uh, 50th anniversary tour. Yeah. And it, it's like a little hotel kind of place. And with the, and the people in the hotel, they sell it a weekend for people to come. So it's not a big gig. It's really little like an exclusive gig. Oh, is this the, one in, is this the one in December? Hungerford. The tour and stuff like that. And it turns out it's the only one that survived. You okay. Know? Is, this the, is this the one in December in Hungerford? Yes. I got it. I yes. got it. And so, you know, you go and you, you spend, an, it's a nice place, I hear, it looks beautiful, and, and, and then you do whatever you do on the lawn, <laughs> and you walk around and you have some nice meals, and eventually we come up out, out and disrupt everything, and then everything goes, things goes back to normal, you yeah. know. And then I got something coming up in January in Denmark, I think. And you're well enough, you're well enough to travel, obviously, then. You know, uh, uh, yeah. You are yeah. today. I, I, to, let's see. Out and back things. Out and back things right now. And, uh, you know, like I said, I was about to do 22 dates in 30 days in Australia. Yeah. And those, that would have been, that would, I, I couldn't have done that. I couldn't have done that. Uh, uh, but, um, and, and for me to say I couldn't have done that isn't easy. <laughs> Because I, you know, I've, I've never known myself not to be able to get through that stuff. Tales of mystery and imagination on the radio show that does things differently. Dolly Parton, I listen to a record that they love. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nut job, but not that kind of nut job. On talk radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad. Oh no! Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
a late night lip service for lovers, loners, and lounge lizards. Yeah, well, where, where exactly is your accent from? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Oh, I've forgotten your name already, excuse me. On Talk Radio. But it's just a thing that happens, man. It's a thing that happens, and uh, just so everybody, I don't even like talking about it, but I'll, I'll just say what it was. My, it was an enlarged prostate, you know. It, I'm, I'm an older guy, and so, you know, when they say to you, well, are you peeing strange? I said, I'm 69. Of course I'm peeing strange, you know what I mean? I didn't think that was a sign of impending doom, you know. But it was that. It was an, an, an enlarged prostate, which actually led to a, a thing that did something to my bladder. And, and my bladder backed up, and it sort of crushed my kidneys. That's as medical as I can get. Yeah. And my prostate's fine. And my bladder's fine, and my kidneys are screwed, and your kidneys stay screwed. Right. So where I am right now is I am looking for, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going through, there's a lot of tests. I, I started talking to them about a kidney transplant. Because, oh, you know, goodness. the one thing I want to know, one thing this, really, this incident really robbed me of is I just turned 70, and I was feeling really good when I was 69 and a half. And I can't, you know, and I want to know how I actually feel yeah. at 70. Yeah. I don't want to go, oh, I feel pretty good for a guy with kidney disease. I want to know, you know, I want to get back to as square one as I can mm-hmm. so I know how, how I feel. That's why I wanted to do the thing with the band, because that makes me feel like me. Because, you know, th- I can't sit on the sofa and think, oh, yeah, I feel like doing a show today. I, you know. One of the things, there's two things that I never use unless I'm on the road or doing shows, and that's an ego and adrenaline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And those come into play because you walk out on stage and the ego is, well, I'm not going to make a fool of myself in front of you, and you do what you can, and adrenaline is just whatever you get back, and it makes you feel. And so, you know, that, yeah, I can do... I can do some shows. I would not go. I would not want to go out on the road now. And, and I, well, they wouldn't let me. You know, go yeah. out on the road and live like that and see what's for breakfast. You know what I mean? I have to, or if there's breakfast, I, it needs to be a little closer to to that. But I have to tell you the truth, man. I I mend quickly. I'm proud to, to tell you. Mm. I really am. I mend quickly, and I only knew that. I didn't know I mended quickly until I felt fell apart, and I must be, except for the kidney uh, disease, pretty healthy, because I've never had so many doctors tell me what good shape I'm in, except for that, you know what I mean? And so um, that's good to know. It's I good got, to know. Also, Stuff Dennis, I need to know now anyway you, because I'd like to get back out and do some more of these. You've, shows. you've just written your next song. I didn't know I mended quickly until I fell apart. That's a yeah. that's a country hit. <laughs> yeah, it's waiting for one. This is the thing. I lived in Nashville for too long, and it's just kind of just still drips into your your shirt cuffs and stuff. It comes out once in a while. Well, so. listen, Catherine, do me a favour. Yeah. Give Dennis one of your kidneys. <laughs> come on, come on, do no, it. No, no, no you know, I'll, get, I'll get on a donor list. That's the thing. Yeah. I'll get on a, I don't want to do that to anybody else. I don't want any, I don't want to say to somebody, look, I'm 70, and I'd like to be, I'd like you to be a little less so that I can live another 45 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> 
also, Denny's, I can't vouch for what I've done to my internal organs. Yeah, probably better off. Cat's cat's kidneys are in a terrible shape anyway. She she's lived. She looks good, Dennis, but she's lived a life inside. It's a husk. It's a husk. Yeah, no, there's no sense we doing this, Cat. If you're you're not going to keep me alive for you know for more than a half hour. Our kidney failed too. Who would have thought it? We've got you another thirty minutes of life, Dennis. Going off on a complete tangent. Is it right that you were the first person to ever introduce Prince on American TV? Great bit of rock and roll trivia. Go on, what no, happened? It's true. It's true. Ray and I, Ray and I, uh, it was on uh, Midnight Special. Yeah. And and uh, Ray and I in- introduced him, and then he came out, and, you know, and this very early on, he did that thing. I want to be your lover. And he had his little <laughs> camisole on and high heels and and stuff, and pretty shocking for then, you know. But yeah, we did. And also Leo Sayer when he first was yeah. the, the the Harlequin figure. Yeah. And that a lot of a lot of acts were on that show, and we used to we used to host it because we could read. <laughs> <laughs> here's the weird here's the weird thing about Doctor Hook, right? I, I, as you know, I'm a huge huge fan, um, and, but Doctor Hook always felt for me like I don't know what they are. They're a pop huh. band, or they're a country band, or they're rock and roll. You you kind of you, you guys uh, you're very hard to define. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but see. I, <laughs> it, it was it was just first of all we started off as a bar band yeah and you know what I mean and what is your repertoire is I've said this before but your repertoire is pretty much a list of songs that will prevent you from being killed you know what I mean <laughs> and some of that is country and some of that is you know somebody will come up and go hey you get any horn? Play a hula. My wife wants to do the the Hawaii dance, you know. <laughs> and you play it at peril of your own life, and so you learn a lot of things. And when we recorded, um, we had our common thread, especially in the very beginning, was Shel Silverstein's lyrics, yeah. his great songs. And we soon found out that you could do it as a ballad. You could do it up tempo as long as you didn't step on the song. Yeah. And so we used to try to give each song its own little character, you know? I mean, that's why, because shell songs are a lot of lyrics, and if you just plod behind there and you don't really roll in any scenery, then you got, you got a lot of... A, a, a lot of and it really requires people to listen. I think Hook Records used to... You know, even with that thing, everybody loves me. It's not shells. It's me and Rick. But there's a lot of words. But when I was listening to it on the phone before you you had me come on, it tickled me because you can hear the words. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what's being said because they were important, (laughs) you know. And Hook was, I think that's why, I think that's probably the thing about Hook that, uh, that made us a general success with people is that we... We sounded like we meant it, no matter what we were doing. But yeah, no, it confused people. We were a singles band, and you know, people that people that love the the Bigfoot with a guitar doesn't, you know, really. <laughs> I didn't really like him when he put eyeliner on. You know what I mean? 
Do you and regret? If you last long enough, they get to hate you for something. De- Dennis, <laughs> do you regret? Because like the first three, four, I know there's a divide in fans, right? And the first three, four, five albums of Hook are weird. They're funny. They're filthy. I mean, there's songs from the early albums that we could not play on the radio because yeah, they're yeah, so filthy, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah and yeah. then of course, as, as you, when you started having big hits like, um, you know, when you're in love with a beautiful woman, which is a great song, right. but that kind of changed the band. I'm guessing that it changed the dynamic within the band. Do you ever, regret is probably the wrong word, but do you ever regret having those huge hits? Nah, you know, you can't really, you can't really look at it that way. You know, I mean, I tried, I tried, because well, Lord knows, Lord knows, from Sylvia's Mother to Sexy Eyes, okay? Yeah. Sylvia's Mother is a better song. Yeah. Sexy Eyes is a great record. Yeah. Sounds good on the radio. You know what I mean? And, uh, and you can't knock it. And, and you get to a certain place, I mean, like where I am now, and I look at it, and no, I don't really regret any of it. There's, some I, didn't, there's some I liked a whole lot less. There was some at the time that I thought, well, you know, just like everybody else was thinking, what, what the hell, what do you mean Dr. Hook's going disco? <laughs> Everyone like everybody did. else, I felt that, yeah. okay? But, but, but we're in the middle of, we just went bankrupt. What do we need to do? We need to feed our children. Yeah. We need to have a life. We need to keep the band on the road, which costs money. Very few bands, very few bands after they hit bankruptcy, where we did, would have stayed together and just start playing in bars again and regrouped. You know what I mean? And came back. A lot of bands at that point would have thought, well, we had a couple of good years on the road. What else can we all do individually? But we stayed together. And, uh, you know, and then, yeah, all the hits, sharing the night together and a little bit more. Right now, man, for me, when I do the 50th tour, I do those shows or any shows, quite honestly. It's it's just the whole lifespan of stuff, (laughs) you know. And, and I have to look at it at, at like that now. I have to look at it and appreciate it for what it is instead of what it felt like piece at a time, you know? Because it does become a whole. It does become a whole. Some of the, I mean, I, I've got, you know, the, some of the, the hits that people might have Sharing the Night Together, right? He's a brilliant yeah. song. Um, uh, uh, I don't want to be alone tonight. Do you know that one, Kath? I don't want to be alone. I'm singing it to Dennis. That's embarrassing. Yeah, and that's Shell. That's Shell's song. It's a great song. Is that a Shell great. song? Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. realize that. Oh, that's a yeah. great pop song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Shell, when Shell wrote anything, he had a little guitar. Yeah. Nylon string guitar, and he plunked it out. And he sang a melody, and maybe later he sang the melody differently. But he'd say to me, "Just sing it however you want to. You know, just don't change a word." He didn't want you to change a word, and so that's what I was saying to you before. Yeah. In the studio is where we gave those songs. Okay, well, let's do this that way and this way. And we had studio musicians, which were really cool and inventive. It just wasn't down to the guys in Hook after a while. Because, you know, we used, to, we used to spend all our time in the studio making those early albums. And then once we got, you know, popular, we had to be out working. Yeah. And so when we'd come in, we had a couple of days to cut a few tracks and stuff. And, and, and we would be using studio guys on all those big hits and stuff, just like everybody else Just like was. everyone I mean, did. You know, the Beach Boys did. The Beach Boys didn't play on their records. Yeah, so I was just going to say, half the people in the Hall of Fame didn't play on yeah. their own records. You know what I mean? Here's the and thing. you find that out, but that's not, that's not the... 
I guess that's not the important part. It, it all it all works itself out. Yeah. Here's another and thing, Dennis. Later. Another. Here's, we're going to let you go in a minute. I, but man alive. You don't I, have to let me go, but you probably want to. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 listen, I, I, I don't want you dying on the show. That's the thing. I need when you please, need you, you need please. your rest. Uh, it's so please. good. It's so good hearing you sound so well, man. I've not heard you sound this well for ages, and it's a thrill. The one one thing that you told me you were really peed off about about when you got ill was the fact that you had recorded, and I've got it because you were very kind enough to send it to me. You'd recorded the first Doctor Hook album in years. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's brilliant. Yeah. And I, Willie, I know you're saying Willie that. Willie Dowling, our, our keyboard player, and I uh, did some stuff in his studio in France. It's brilliant. And it, it all, we finished it, we finished it just at the end of uh, our best finishing what we recorded. I started to feel a little rocky. And, and, you know, and it's the band, it's, you know, Dr. Hook, what, see, I love this kind of, I love this kind of synergy, man. The band is, you know, I'm saying, okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is Dr. Hook 2019. Yeah. And that's who's on the Dr. Hook 2019 album. Yeah. It's not a bunch of session guys. It's this group, this group, you know, with an additional female singer, uh, on the record. But we finished that and, uh, it doesn't, you know, now it was, I loved it. I loved doing it. I didn't know I had another album in me. I didn't know uh, anything. Willie just wanted to do it, and he's a lovely guy, and he's an enthusiastic guy, and he just kind of started pulling things out of me, and I was, you know, I'd, I'd give him a cassette with a song on it that I wanted him to consider we might record, and instead he'd listen to the song after it, and he'd go, what about this one, <laughs> you know, and, and I needed that, I needed that, and, and, and we got a lot of great stuff, and uh, then, you know, we started the tour, and uh, it, it ended, four gigs in, it was the end of that, and, and uh, you know, and so it's, this is the weird part, this is the business part, you know, it's like anything else you record was brilliant, it was lovely, it was, you know... But so what do you, what do, you do with it? Sense now memory. We have to sell it, you know, now we have to find somebody, and, you know, right now I'm in the enviable position of having to find somebody without a tour yeah. and, and not feeling so great. You know? yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I'm, you know, I can't go, hey, let's go, Vim and Vega. Okay, look, if you just don't, just don't make me tired and we can promote this record, you know. <laughs> and it's a shame. It's a, it's a shame, and it's, and it's just all got me gutted, you know. It's all got me gutted, but I'm having to... I don't need to feel bad and then feel bad about feeling bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So what? So, so the, the album is called Sense Memory. Is it... I'm, I, I, you haven't got a label for it? We don't know what's going to happen? Because it is great. I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass. It is genuine. I listened to it on the way into work ages ago when you sent it to me. And I came in and I said, Cass, I've got the new Doctor Hook album. I'm going to be honest, it's bloody excellent. And it is. It's everyone's a winner. So, so what, what, what happens with it? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I, I, you know, the one thing I think about it is that when I when I listen to it, even now, months later, there's nothing on there that's particularly aged. No. There's nothing on there that you'll be able to go, oh, yeah, you must have cut that in 2018. I recognize the drum sound. Yeah. It's just music. And so everything in my life is on hold right now. But thank goodness I have this, this bit of work that right now, you know, right now... Uh, Trying to trying to get media and and uh, labels and stuff interested in this when I'm hopping on one foot, yeah. 
I don't need it. I don't need it. I just need to go out and do these gigs and do the best I can, and I'm excited about those. You know what I mean? I'm trying not to focus on what, I can, what I'm not doing right yeah. now, because that album will hold. That album will hold, and I think it's, uh, if, I, if I get this back t- together like I'd like to, then uh, we're back out doing the 50th, because, you know, it's just celebrating 50 years of, of music. It's not like, well, it wasn't in the 50th year, so you're out. It doesn't count. It, it, you know, it's whenever it starts. And if I can do that, then maybe this record makes sense to people. It's a very maybe it makes sense to people. Very. You know? uh, so I don't know. It's a very bold move to make an entire album of rap, Dennis. That was <laughs> that was brave, but it works. It works. Yeah, listen. You know, <laughs> thank God you're going to play something. Um, Imagine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, no. You know, I'm I'm happy with it, man. What Good. am I going to say? You should be. You know, I can't say too much. And then people don't hear it. They will hear something here. I guess as soon as I hear a dial tone, they'll hear that song. <laughs> Listen, is that we, how it goes? this is how it's, we're going to we're going to say goodbye. We're going to play some ads because I've missed th- two ad breaks, and I'm going to get told off. Then we're going to come back. And what, what now? What song is it we're going to play? Give us the name of the song. It's called "When It Stops Raining." Beautiful. Dennis, so wait a minute. Now the oh. ad breaks are going to be between us. No, and no. All right, screw the ad breaks. Screw the ad breaks. We got screw the ad breaks. We're going to play the song then, and I'll get the sack. Yeah, otherwise, uh, well, no, I wouldn't want that to happen. Well, listen, if you do, there's another song on the album that you'd like. We're good. I like which. Tell me which other one to play. The sack. There's one on there for you. Oh no, there is. You're right. Listen, we're going to play it now. The outbreaks can. Who cares? I think we're going to get the sack anyway. The way it's going, Dennis, brother, it's honestly, it's so nice to hear you talking and sounding upbeat. And when I spoke to you, I don't know, a couple of a month ago, a couple of months ago. There's such a difference in you, and um, I got my fingers crossed. And a lot of people are sending lots of love. I know Kath is yeah, as well, and a lot of people you, listening. Man. I appreciate I appreciate this time too, because I kind of wanted to step back into the social thing. Yeah. But like I said to you, if you and I have a conversation, you know, mate to mate, it's a lot better than me sitting here trying to think. Now, what's the first thing I should tweet after a year? Oh, you know. And well, you- so now it is whatever it is. And people will hear this, and I guess they'll hear your podcast, whoever hears it later. And I just want to, I, I appreciate the time, because I feel like I haven't said an awful lot. But I know why I haven't. Yeah. But I feel like it was probably time to say something. So I hope I haven't bunged up your whole show with uh, medical emergencies. There's not like a blue <laughs> light going on, like an ambulance thing or anything. Before we go, of course, we need to get your opinion on Brexit. I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, yeah. Don't. You know something? I still, I still don't. Every time these people say that, I think they're going to say breakfast. And, you know, <laughs> I've, always st- I've only started eating breakfast since I got poorly because I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can you believe you, you? someone on your social media posted the first time that we met when I was at LBC. That was 2006. That was 13 years ago. I know. I know. You. I saw that picture today. You look like you're 15. You look about you know, 16. And like it's your first job in radio. <laughs> and it looked like that was probably my last. Yeah. It was. It was such a thrill because you know I, I I grew up listening to because my mum, and it was such a thrill when it, like your name was. Does anyone want Dennis? Is oh, and you're too right. And then, then since then you've been so kind to me, man. You've been so kind to my mum, and and the fact that. I listened to you when I was a kid. I don't want to make you sound old, but you are. I listened to you when I was a kid, and I now consider you as a friend, and you've been so lovely to my family, Dennis. So you come on here any 
anytime you want and you share anything you want and I'm honoured that I'm going to be one of the, the, the possibly the first person to play a song off the new album so thank you man yeah you all you're absolutely going to so thank you thanks everybody I'll, uh, I'll see you on social media now and then <laughs> bye I love you Dennis take care man here we go The late night lip service for lovers, loners, and lounge lizards. It, well, where, where exactly is your accent from? The late night alternative with Ian Lee. I've forgotten your name already, excuse me. On talk radio.